Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Today on the State of Ukraine, should Ukraine try to take back Crimea? I'm Greg Dixon. The Crimean Peninsula was illegally annexed by Russia nine years ago, and many Ukrainians want their military to make a push to retake it. But Crimea is seen as a red line for Russian President Vladimir Putin. NPR's Eleanor Beardsley takes a look at whether Ukraine should try to retake Crimea. Tamila Tasheva heads the Crimea Platform, a diplomatic effort launched by the Ukrainian government in 2021 to mobilize international support for returning Crimea to Ukraine. She's also Crimean Tatar, the peninsula's indigenous population who were deported by czars in the 19th century and then by Soviet leader Joseph Stalin after World War II. My grand-grandmother and father are deported in 1944. And when I'm five years old, I come back to Ukraine, to Crimea, with my parents. What year was that? 1981. The year the Soviet Union broke up and Ukraine became an independent country. Tasheva says in 2014, when Putin annexed Crimea, many residents thought being officially part of Russia would bring investment and Moscow-level prosperity. But the opposite happened. The West imposed sanctions, and she says Putin used the peninsula as a springboard to launch his full-scale invasion last year. Thousands of Russian soldiers are in Crimea. It's a really huge military base with a lot of military personnel. It's a really territory of fear. The Crimean Peninsula became part of the Russian Empire in 1783 after Catherine the Great's victory over the Turks. Crimea went on to become part of the Soviet Union. In 1954, Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev officially transferred Crimea to Soviet Ukraine. This transfer of Crimea from Soviet Russia to Soviet Ukraine has been interpreted as a a mistake. Sometimes it's been thought of as this kind of superfluous gift. Cambridge University Crimea specialist Rory Finnan says it was more like a rescue. Crimea was an economic wreck after World War II, and joining Ukraine actually revived it. Though our mental maps tend to associate Crimea with Russia, he says. But when we check an actual map, um, what we'll see is that Crimea has no natural physical connection to Russia. Crimea is an extension of the Ukrainian mainland, not only attached to southern Ukraine, but dependent on it. Historically and culturally, Crimea does hold a special place in the Russian collective imagination, says former Russian Duma member Ilya Ponomaryev. But he says Putin has completely misrepresented the peninsula as some kind of sacred Russian land. It's Ukrainian land and Ukrainians will liberate it and be totally in their right to do so. Ponomaryev, who lives in Kyiv, was expelled from Russia after being the only parliament member to vote against Putin's annexation of Crimea in 2014. It would be like, uh, I don't know, uh, somebody would occupy Florida and I would say, it's just a peninsula, you know, so just forget about it. Ben Hodges is a retired lieutenant general and former commander of U.S. forces in Europe. He says as long as Russia is in control of Crimea, there will never be lasting peace. It's like a dagger pointed at the belly of Ukraine. He believes if Ukraine can liberate Crimea, the war could be over this year. It's feasible that Ukraine can recapture and liberate Crimea if we give them what they need, which is primarily long-range precision weapons 
that could today make Crimea untenable for Russian forces. Many fear Putin could resort to using tactical nuclear weapons if Crimea is threatened. Hodges doesn't think so. For starters, China and India have said that would be unacceptable. What benefit would it give Russia to use a nuclear weapon? Zero. And the Russians know this. Their nuclear weapons are only effective as long as they don't use them because they see how we deter ourselves. The ground is already shifting in Crimea, says Envoy Tasheva. Repeated attacks on military bases, fuel depots, and bridges have meant that thousands of Russians who moved to Crimea after 2014 are selling their houses and leaving. And she says there's a new spirit of defiance. After full-scale invasion in Crimea, we have very active, different new movements. It's really huge numbers of people, and we don't have such kind activities before. Getting Crimea back using diplomatic and political means alone was impossible, says Tasheva. This war, as horrible as it is, gives Ukraine a real chance to liberate all of its territory. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Kyiv. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Homes.com. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching, so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath Learning Format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.